Welcome to the Untapped Storytellers podcast. If you believe in the power of art, culture, and creativity, this podcast is for you. We'll talk about how essential art and culture is, the role of creative industry plays in our society, and what's it like to be an artist. The goal is to support artists and build inclusive human-centered community and highlighting the people who are doing that work. You will hear from artists and creatives from different mediums and backgrounds. They will share their expertise, experiences, and their vision for the future so that we can learn from each other. You may consider yourself an artist, storyteller, maker, or creative. Even if you don't resonate with the word artist with a capital A, we're all creative in our own unique way. Art is a language that speaks human. Right now, this world needs healing more than ever, and we got some creating to do. So let's start. In this episode, Michael Magruch joined the conversation. We talked about the value of art in the system, reasons why 95% of artists globally live below the poverty line. Now, let's get started. Thank you, everyone, for joining this conversation. Uh, today, I have Michael Magruch, and I'm very excited to have this conversation. It's going to be very interesting, intriguing, and thought-provoking. So thank you, Michael, for joining this conversation today. You're welcome. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm uh, excited to talk to you because, you know, I like not to talk just to uh, older people. I like to talk to everybody and I don't see, you know, in the art, we don't see age, but, but in society we do, you know, so, but I like to actually really the, the, the bigger the contrast, the better it is. Mm, I love that. So I want audience to get to know you a little bit. So can you quickly introduce yourself and what you're passionate about? Okay. So I was, um, uh, since six years old, I'm a, um, artist. Since I'm six years old, I started with disco, uh, DJing, fashion shows, uh, promos, advertising, uh, TV, uh, TV production, film, uh, painting, music. So everything. I, because I couldn't, I was very bad in school. I couldn't fit into the system. So I was actually forced by the system to think outside the system. So I could only survive with art. In the art community, I was I w- was understood. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get I, I, the system. I wasn't good in school. I couldn't fit in. I was the weirdo. Uh, I was a sick child. So I, everything happened with me was not for this world. But mm-hmm. art helped me. I wasn't aware of it, obviously, but I always was drawn to art and more and more art, art, art. And because systems say, you know, they define what is an artist and whatnot. And when I was 35, I did a resume for a job or something. And I thought, and I thought, I never called myself artist. And a lot of artists have that because if they're not called artists in society, they're not feeling they're an artist or if they don't make money or if they don't make the projects that everybody likes. And I was 35 and I was successful already, but I wrote this resume and so all the jobs that I had were art related. And then I said, 
I don't need somebody else to tell me what I, what I am. I mean, I have 35 years of, of work and body of different uh, disciplines. And I said, yeah, I am an artist. It doesn't matter how much money I make or how successful or popular I am. I'm an artist. That's what I am. I, I can't say I'm something else. I can't say I'm a businessman, you know. And then I went to, into art politics too. I was arts commissioner. So I know art from every angle. And in addition, I'm dyslexic. And dyslexia gives you a context. So I saw all the same, you know, I saw it in my mind, all the same, the similarities in different disciplines and where it's a problem, where it's not a problem, where it works, where it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And um, and then you said, say your passion. And obviously that is, that's, that passion is art. And actually art got me to a passionate about humans. Mm. Because I was yesterday asked, uh, what's your bucket list or something? And I was like, it's humans. Or what is the most beautiful painting you saw or whatever? And I say, it, it's human. No, no picture of a human or no can as be as interesting and as fulfilling aesthetically as a human being. Mm. It doesn't matter how a human being is the most fulfilling aesthetically. It's the best artwork in the world and nature, of course which we know but that's obvious nature is obvious yeah because all the artists painting nature right yeah yeah and i i want to dissect a little bit uh because we're going into such a big conversation and uh, i think the word art itself is very vague right everybody has a different definition everybody has a different medium so when you talk about art and in your line of work what's your definition of art and what's your definition of being an artist so that audience can understand a little bit more so what i found out i i, I you know i looked at the 95 percent of artists that are poor uh about you know over 95 percent uh you know, on the poverty level worldwide, all the artists. And I was looking at that and trying to dive into that fact. I wasn't aware what art was. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I was saying what everybody thinks art is art, you know, and you identify that with the market, with creating and whatever. And I dove into that. And what I found was that art is, Art as we know it, the art world, the def def definition of art world, what you say, when I say art, that's what you think, is actually the art business. It's not the creation. Yeah, we, when you point out, yeah, this, let's create some art, then you talk about the creation. But what art is in the common vernacular is the art business. Because artists have never defined their, themselves um, what art is. For example, when you go to a plumber and he says that's three thousand uh, dollars, you said you ask him, "What do I get for my three thousand dollars?" And he says, "I'm going to put a wash basin in, a toilet, a shower, blah blah blah." When you tell an artist, he says, "Oh, I was elected, uh, you know, best artist there. I won this exhibition, showed him Miami Basel. What does that mean of a tangible value? You know." And so, and also we were never taught because in the old times, you know, uh, the emperors, the rulers, they were our patrons. They supported, supported artists, you know, Mozart, hey, play for me, 
the, the Duke said, play for me. Here's a room of, of my 580 rooms and they feed you in the kitchen and you just play for me in the evenings when I want it or paint the painting or whatever. So humans have never, uh, artists have never defined their value. And by that, we just became the business. So everything is business oriented. Can I sell it? How can I get likes? How can I get uh, appreciated? How did I get shows? How, how much do I need to network to get into? That's all business. But they, what happened is by doing this, we totally forgot what the magic of art is. The magic of art is in the creation. So when I say art, you know, uh, and I try to, to point it out, it's the art creation or art business. And I think every artist should do that because there's a difference. Art business is like every other business. And that's hard to swallow when you have such a magical creation of art process that then you're nothing more than a bicycle, basically, you know? And I'm saying this on purpose because I, you know, I want you to I want want you to feel that. So artists, the the, the creation process is so magical because you, you have a conception, you have an inspiration and you bring that inspiration in and you bring it in the physical, music, painting, you know, all, whatever. And you mentioned artists had never defined it. And then I'm, I'm curious, is it because, because it was outside of the business concept or monetary exchange concept, had it not been mentioned strong enough? Or do you think that we never actually defined it because there are like a religious context because religious context the hymns those been around but those are solo music and it's a slightly different from art business per se right or but it was because the church a hymn was it's like a, a duke it was you, you know i don't know if they paid for hymns it created it was created in a discipline of religion is in a system I mean, it's not like you and I come together and say, let's sing a song. That wasn't a hymn. A hymn was, we need a certain uh, a certain uh, tonality, uh, sound, and vibration that shows us, brings us into the spiritual realm. And you know, there's, there's all these things and they, all the hymns on this, marches are in, in this key. So there's different keys and different uh, variation. And that was a that was a, you know, the, the church asked you. Michelangelo wasn't saying, I want to paint the, the Sistine Chapel, you know. So the church says, you paint the Sistine Chapel. That's a job. And you get paid for that, you know. But he didn't say, I need so much money for that. He just said, oh, my God, finally, can I have a surface, a canvas. I have a space to create. And that's why we, we are so, because we are in touch with that space of creation. That's so magical, you know. So even when we don't get paid, we love to do it, you know? So it, it, that's, that's, it's, it's, it's that feeling that is almost addictive, but it is a godly feeling. It's like you and you're feeling in touch with the universe, with God, with the matrix, whatever you believe in. It's more than selling something. And, and you know, everybody will tell you, you, know, you win an Oscar, a Grammy, or, or, or get the accolades or an exhibition. It's not has nothing. It's good. It's great. Obviously, we want to be appreciated and see, hey, what we're doing is correct, you know, but but basically it's not what it was to create that film. 
what on the set, being on that set, you know, the Oscar is not the film. The, uh, the, the, the exhibition at the Met is not creation of that exhibition. You know, it, 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 that's where the magic is in the creation. Uh, it's just a system on the other hand, like the business gives you a price, which then helps the business again, because then you can say, I'm a three-time Oscar winner and you can hire me or I got so many exhibitions or so many prices, you know? Right. Um, so I have a question. So I agree that the magic is in the process, the filmmaking, the process. And uh, and I'm curious to what do you think about this? Because there is also a magic in sharing what you created, right? Like sharing screening or so how do you distinguish that? So what I, what I say, now let's jump to the business, right? If, if I'm a buyer and I you, you created a beautiful painting, okay? And what I see in that painting, what resonates with me is either I can look as a buyer, I can look for the money issue, you know, oh, she's going to be a big artist, or I can see it as a viewer or an art lover. And I say, oh my God, that you painting is unbelievable. It just resonates and not, I don't like it like a bike, but I, I like it like, I like, I see that you in that creation of art you documented the process you documented the magic of that process and the the purer you milk the moment and the more you go into the creation while you're doing it and say this is the value i'm not worried about the sales is a symptom of my creation the more you can uh copy or uh, reflect that in the physical. I mean, you can never make that feeling of creation into physical, but the, it's like a guideline. It's like a word is a guideline. You know, it's not wisdom. It, it just gets you into the direction. You have to catch it and feel it, you know? So when I look at an art piece of work, I look at it and then I see you goes into action that godly, godly creation, I see that in that. And that reflects in me. And what I see in this is it, it, it is, I reflect that we are all connected. The godly thing is we are one human. We are not gender, race. We are one human. Systems make us gender, race, sexuality. Yeah, we are one human. And you feel that when you look at something or when something touches you emotionally. You know, you watch a film and you say, oh, my God, the whole energy of that film makes me feel alive. And aliveness is oneness. So it, it just gets you into that, into that, into that magical realm. And that's on the on this on this side. And you say the question again, because I, I want to really make sure I answer the, the, the question for you. So my question was, I get the magic is in the process, right? But there is magic in sharing the moment. Uh, if it's a movie, there is a magic in sharing the experience, right? From there is the, a magic- from, from the artist side or from the from the viewer? I think both. Yeah, it's a connection. It's that connection, what I said. So I explained it right. Yeah, it's it's that connection of oneness. Right. And, and because you feel that you you make a document of the godliness, you're creating the you, you're creating a physical document of creation. And everybody, that's why I call art is a human inherent human superpower. 
by recognizing that me as a as an art lover, recognizing this in you, something changes, you know, something moves me and I can't put a word on it. There's no words for that. What we're talking about is in, not in a, uh, you can't put a knowledge on that. You, it's, it's wisdom. We're talking about wisdom. And most often when you talk about art, you talk about the wisdom, you know, that's why I call it. It's the language of wisdom, you know, while knowledge is the language of science and it always changes, always gets renewed, like, you know, upgrading a computer, you know, but wisdom is timeless. It's, it, it's a timeless thing. So go ahead, ask me the, the other question that you thought about. <laughs> yeah. So you been talking about system and I think that's a very important thing to talk about the relationship between art artists and system in this world so and you have actually published two books about art and system and can you share how you define it what's inside and what's outside of the system okay so when I explained to you about you know what is what we're talking about art and art is just the the business because that's the system because it is a product and this, you know, America is a system, Japan is a system, you know, it, it, it's all a system. It's not a bad system. I'm not saying it's bad or anything. There is no value of, of good or bad, but it works in different levels. And humans and nature are not created by humans. Right. So that's why they need to have priority. Art is the language of that. Art is the language of wisdom of, because wisdom is in the humanity and nature. Nature is in balance all the time. You know, every there's no, they could never find anything that was just a waste, even if they say it. And then we say, I mean, the Americans say it's junk DNA. You know, there's no, there's no junk. Anything that is created, not by us, we cannot judge as there is an appendix that you have to just take out. Not, not because it's inflamed, you just take out. So, so we, 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 we're selling ourselves so much in economy and economy has to go straight up, straight up, always has to go up, always. Nature goes like this, a season cycle, humans have biorhythms, humans have a period, humans have, you know, it's, it, every, you don't feel good every day the same, you're not stagnant, but the systems force you to continuously do, do, do. And then they shame you by saying, you're lazy. There's no such thing as lazy. Humans are by, by default not lazy. You can, I, I fight that to the hilt. You, look at the CEO that works 60 hours. 60 hour CEO, what does he do on the, on, the, on the weekend? He's not just laying somewhere. He's going and tinkering with his car. He's playing in his garden, you know? Yeah, and at the same time, there are people who are in investing and they can sleep and make billions of money. Yeah, but 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 they're not sleeping because even if they're contemplating what they do, the next strategy, you know, it, it, there's no. I don't see humans as as lazy. There, there are. I guess that goes goes into the next conversation actually, and. You mentioned earlier, 95% of the artists are living around the poverty line globally, right? I agree. And, but 
things are changing nowadays. The same thing is in the, the disparity is super huge right now. And with what's going on, Web3, NFT, and many artists are making millions of dollars. And especially younger folks who are tech savvy. So how, how are these disparity in art field affecting the society or the system? So I wrote an article about it. Did you read my article on NFTs? I wrote an article on NFTs, yeah, because nobody knows what it is. And so I wrote an article of what it is, you know, for the art lover and for the, the, the person that wants to buy it. And NFTs is just another thing where the system takes art and takes that aloofness of art that, you know, godliness, because everybody feels that, you know, see, see, this is. Everybody feels that art is something special because nobody donates a million dollars to plumbers association. You know what I mean? Yep. So, so everybody feels what we talk about. The creation process is inherent in us. That's why it's called the superpower. And I also say, we look at art like a MacBook as a placement or a nightlight. It's like the MacBook can do so much more. But we use it as we use art, like a placement. That's it. We, we haven't even explored the nightlight yet, you know? And it's so much more. And what, what the NFT and the other crypto stuff and Web2 and, and all that stuff, it's, it's schemes of economy. They're using something, you know, NFT is an exclusive club. They sell that. It's it, it it is more an exclusive club, an elitist club, running on ego than on. Uh, it has nothing to do because in art, in creativity, there is no ego. In wisdom, there is no. Oh, I'm wiser than him. There is no. It doesn't work. You have a part of wisdom. You have a part of wisdom. In wisdom, there's no. What does art ask from you? Art asks nothing from you other than to be created and exposed. It doesn't say you should make a million of dollars to get all these people, billions of people to watch you, to be successful, to get accolades. That's system qualification, like racism, like it's not bad. I'm not bad, but but be aware of it. You know, it's a business thing. The more Oscars you have, the more valuable you are, the more, you know, the more accolades you have, the more it, it, it's it's. But really, it's funny. Because what's valued is your experience, right? So you go to college, you, you, you graduate, and then they say, where's your, uh, you know, where's your experience? So how do I get experience if you went to college, you know? So, and now they have these uh, hybrids where you do work while you think, because that's where the wisdom is, in the work, in the doing. It's not in the knowledge. The wisdom is in the actually doing. And when you say... The kids make a million millions of dollars. They're just savvy. They play the system. They navigate the system. So NFT is something because we are so system heavy. We 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 waste our life energy into systems. They say we don't want to, and it's just I I, I figure out the navigation, and I make billions of dollars. And a lot of the kids, uh, you know, donate the money. It's not like they 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 sit on the money and be rich. A lot of the kids that you don't know about, uh, you know, they 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 donate money. So mm -hmm. I think I think the 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 money issue 
the sad thing, you know, you know, coming to really why this is so hard. Because in one one system works on constant growth, bigger, better, more. And the other is cycles. In nature, you have you have two or three years no yield, you know. So what is economy making? It it is forcing nature, it's forcing humans to go against their biorhythm, to go against their life essence. Because a system is an it, it is not a human. So the system can can always kick because it's a it's a mind construct. We we think it out, you and I think a system out, it's a mind construct. The sad thing is that it is basically human against human. That is the same sad thing. It's and we we get blinded by the system. So if I work for a big brand, I can hide behind it. I can not handle my issues and 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 be a uh, uh, mean person and uh, you know kill people in the war, uh, force people to do things uh, because because it's you know I have the system behind me. And on the other hand, there's kids like you say, there's kids make billions of dollars. They know how to navigate the system and they give all the energy in navigating the system to get more money or, you know, don't pay taxes or whatever. So, but so it's basically human against human. And that's the sad thing. And where I think why art is so important is because it forces you, not forces you, it draws you into your human being, not in the human doing it forces you. So, when very easy example, you go to any art exhibition. There's every race, every sexuality, every political party, every religion. And the funny thing of this, I said, be aware of this. Nobody looks at the art. It's just the magic of the environment of what art means to humans. And it gets you into a space where you actually interact with other humans on a level that that is that is humane, that's in the moment. So you you enjoy to be. I mean, you might be the biggest uh, Nazi, and uh, you know you're going to an art show, and 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 the Nazis were what, what did they do? They stole art from all over because, and they didn't know why. Why would a, a person that kills people and everything like art? Because it's there's something magical about it, even in that horrid. You know, uh, person. And then why do they destroy it? Because the power of art, the first thing they destroy, look at the Russia and Ukraine right now. Same thing. Exactly. Because, because systems have become more important than humans. Right. And, and you can hide behind the system and do terrible things. You can do also very good things. And that's the consciousness that I write in my sixth book now. I'm, I'm writing about that consciousness of, we have to really get a new relationship to to systems with systems first of all make human and nature number one and because without humans that i mean even the people that sit on those systems and abuse them they're not aware without humans there is no systems and then they're alone anyway does that make sense yeah absolutely so i I think we're in a very interesting point in our life right now because I also started seeing more changes and the more people are actually consciously embodying that art is for healing, art is for connection, art is for transformation and 
that's one thing that pandemic has brought us, right? It really showed us that how important and powerful that is. So not only for, I'm curious, what's your take on this? Like, what can we do now? What can artists do? What can art lovers do? What can people who are more in the system space, like, like policymakers and stuff, what can we do? So, I mean, what you can do is number one, listen to my podcast, The Smart of Art. And that's not a sales thing because I don't get money from it, okay? It's a 30-second podcast twice a week. And everybody that loves art and everybody that and everybody that is an artist should just take these quotes and question and just contemplate. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not having anything to tell. I'm just invoke consciousness and thoughts. You've completed or discarded. So that's number one because that, that's tangible. I have already created it, so it's not something we have to do in the future. I think the first thing is that uh, artists really understand the holiness of creation versus the system, versus the business, and see their product as a, a business. Once the product is finished, the magic is gone, unless except for you as an artist, because you look at it and you're reminded. That's why artists cannot get rid of art, some art, because they're still reminded in the in the godliness, in that creation, from that creation. And it's like a you know boyfriend, you can't get, get rid of the boyfriend. You, you cannot get him out of your mind because you're not done yet, you know? So once <laughs> you're done, that's what, because it's a magical, like a other human is magical, your creator art is magical. So, so, that's one thing. Understanding that, understanding art is, I think the first of everything that comes after is understanding that we have never defined it and we have to, artists have to define art. What is the value? It brings you in the moment. For example, I give you just, it brings you in the moment, like no spiritual discipline is getting you in the moment as much as art does. When you create creation, when you create art, it brings you in the moment more than any spiritual yoga, meditation, or anything. This this brings you in there. Because you know when you when you when you want to get something right, you have to focus. You have to really focus, and you are in a moment. So this is one thing. Yeah. And it brings you also in the moment from the viewer's side because you see something you cannot judge. If, if it's good art, you, you you see something you cannot put in, in categories and your mind is, what's in the moment is you're not thinking, right? In the moment is being. Mm-hmm. So when you look at a piece of art and you haven't seen that already, or it's not a pattern that an artist made to sell, you, you look at it and you have to be in the moment. You cannot think. You, your, your mind goes crazy first, and then you relax. And then, ooh, it brings you also in the moment. But, you know, the most in the moment is the creation. Yeah? That, that's always a little bit more. But they have found uh, brain scans where the viewer has the same, the same um, as the creator. So while they were creating, they were thinking, and then a viewer, and they checked the viewers at the same um, uh, waves, brain waves. And I think that's that's number one. And then the, the 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 really understanding, and this is where our biggest problem comes. I think it will help 
both that consciousness being conscious about these things will help both will help the uh, better art because people don't create for the market they create to get the magic and the art will appreciate that magic you know uh, because that's what they do already you know uh, a basquiat is is more than you know some Philly funds, you know, it's 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 the the the, the authenticity, you know, is is appreciated by our, by by the art market. So I think it will have both, but I think uh, where it comes in, and I created a whole thing on arts education because I think these need to be separated. I think an art seller is a is an own job, and an artist needs to focus on creation, not because that has time or anything. But it, it because one they are the contrary energies. One is about I'm taking you, I'm your agent. I take you. I say Yuko is an angel. She has this, 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 and look at her work, and you see her angelness in this, 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 and you see where she comes from and where she does, and how feminine she is, or how strong warrior energy. You know, you need to define the sale differently than the making. And the making you need in the creation to write your voice out, you know, to 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 write your art. So you give the voices the interaction between sales and you. So while you're creating, you always accomplish your voice. It's never done. It's always refined and clearer. And, and then the interaction is the, the sales. So you give a you give a, a you know a paper a sentence whatever to the salesperson he then knows how to sell you in your name and that's the best I think that's the best because these two don't work on the same level you you, you know art needs to it comes it goes you have a good day you have a bad day that doesn't work in the in the business it's it's art uh, art Basel okay we are on every day. And I don't care what you think. And that and that's inhumane. But that's how the system works. And we have right. to surrender that we are in a system. We have to, you know, be in a system. But we have to surrender to that and say, you know, that that's I think that's you ask me how to balance that. I haven't heard another a better uh, uh, solution than that. And you need to separate the two. You can't have artists. The artists today are better social media people than in businesses i've worked with businesses and artists artists have the better social media have the better i think more professional you know uh email follow-up all this stuff than any business any small business in in america artists beat you to the punch and now and then they have to create two and see if that doesn't work because all the attention is 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 on, on creation on, on selling and their thing is not it doesn't work is is there any third option see i see this as a third op uh, option i see this because you what you're doing with a paradox you sit with it right when when i say okay there's this and there's this the solution comes by sitting with it the solution comes not oh i choose no if your paradox if both truths are true and that's both true systems are not bad for art and it's just not in the energy working. So you have to interlink them with the, with the voice 
So the guy has something tangible to sell and your product. And I think that's the, that's, that is the third thing because that isn't just either or. It's both, but it needs to be focused. Our human focus needs to be on creation. And then the salesperson needs to have his creativity and sales focus on selling. I think if that would be the best, I mean, if, if, if you get a salesperson that is super creative and loves business, okay, that and is super creative and he knows how to place your things. He has the sensitivity to place your work, your music, your film. That would be the absolute thing. But we have to think different. First is con comes consciousness. You, and, we, and we are so, see, systems can only work because we are so um, uh, adaptable. Systems could never get so overhand if the human was not so adaptable. You mm. put a human in a box and the, the human can live, you know? It, it's just, I mean, in prison, people, uh, and then there's people that don't want to be in prison and in the safest prison, they break out, which shows you the limitlessness. That's, I mean, look at Will Smith. In the most controlled environment and with the people that are most uh, uh, system uh, accurate, like PC, you know, they're all politically correct, all these actors, right? They all have visions and they're all working for causes. So there are, I think, it couldn't avoid this. It couldn't avoid that incident that he goes up because humans are, I don't see it as bad. I'm showing you the difference between a system that is super controlled and the human is limitless because there's always a billion choices a human can. And that's why AI can never think about all the choices. There's always more choices. We constantly create more. We, you know it. You, you know it from yourself. You create more. Now it's podcasts. Tomorrow is well, something else. You know, We keep creating. And, and so I, I, I watched yesterday about copying, copying artworks. You know, I watched a documentary about that. It's always behind. It, it's it, the, the, the system is always behind because humans are so limitless and they have so many ideas. They create a new thing. They, I mean, it's, look at the uh, look at the uh, computer viruses. They create a virus, they find an antidote. They create a virus, they find an antidote. They create a virus, and now it's a multi-billion dollars industry. So we have to be aware of that. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but be aware of it. What, what are we doing? And one way to become more aware of it and get more wisdom is to really connect with art as a as an art lover but you see once you and i urge everybody to listen to this a couple of times because i guarantee you after listening to this you will double your experience of art you will double your joy of art either viewing or creating if you listen what we talked about you it will triple your uh, your reward on 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 art because you will see, wow, that, that's actually not just a hobby. See, that's, that's, the, that's what the system says. It's, just a, it's, just, it's a hobby. There's no job. There, what is this? this is, you, you, can't, uh, you can't categorize them. Like gender was easy. See, then race got harder. Now you have all interracial, now sexuality. It's getting harder and harder to define. And artists are not definable. So 
that's why we need to art artists also this is i mean i i, I throw everything at you but you ask for it uh, our, our art um artists have in humanity have a purpose because they are focusing on creation but it's not only the creation it's also our humanity art and that's why in in art all the humans because it just comes with that energy that everybody likes each other you know it, it's except that in business fights you know who gets the but but that's why the art opening that everybody can talk to each other and oversee it comes with it so we are the stewards of humanity artists are the steward of humanity to bring humanity to the next generation and you know what was inherent in us mentor to mentorship is not anymore yeah thank you for all of that super powerful and i think i personally believe that everybody is inherently artist you know the way exactly. we create yeah. is different right some people that way they create is through education and create experience for the children yeah in the business indeed so i think it's important for everybody to realize no matter how or what it looks like in the visible or tangible way we get to realize that we're inherently creating an experience and a connection and that on its own is our art. So I think that would bring us to, I hope that that will bring us together more and go towards a more harmonious and conscious aware existence. And that would be, that would be the dream, right? <laughs> like nature, everything, there's nothing that is uh, something to throw away. You need the enemy to see that, you know, you, 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 you fight for it. You see your own warrior. You need this. Life is not just saying you come down here, you eat all day long. You have all the sex you want and you have all this, what you want. And then you die. That's it. it, it you define yourself by uh, dichotomy. That that's, you know, adversity. You, 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 you define yourself. And that's why, it's good to be diverse, but not good because the system tells you. The system first separates you and now it wants to bring you together with political correctness. We know how to handle it. We were taught, we were conditioned that we can't handle it and we need the systems so they can sell the systems. But we can, we, humans can handle it and, and art shows it all the time when art gatherings is, I, I just looked at Woodstock, I, I looked at uh, you know, at, at the film woods again, it was just for me was just the, the music, you know, when I was young. And I was looking at that and I thought, this is what art can do for humanity. And you see it as a little bit with today's concert, Coachella and stuff. But it is extreme in that woods. So when you have time, look at it from that not from the music, you can fast forward through the music, but look at it from how it's created, what the people are saying that they are, you know? And they were all young people, from a lot of young people. And they brought in this consciousness and, and you see so much connected to that now. Joan Baez was pregnant. I didn't know what Joan Baez and her husband was in prison because uh, he was fighting the draft, Vietnam draft. I mean, I didn't even know this. I mean, there, there's so many treasures in that mm -hmm. art gathering in that in that what happened, you know? Yeah. So 
and that's what's human. I mean, I see you, you just, when we talk about art and we think it's just, you, you relax, you just completely, and I relax because I see you relaxing, I relax, you know? <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Thank you for sharing. Um, yeah, I, I'm very excited to learn more from you and I'm pretty sure audience wants to learn more from you. So uh, how can people learn more about your work and get in touch with you? Okay, so my website, phone number, uh, all the socials, LinkedIn, uh, everything is on one hub and that's michaelm.com. Michael with two L's, so michaelm.com. And then you, you know, I'm open to every, everything we can do to change this consciousness. And, you know, you know, you, we talked about it. We're playing big. We want this worldwide. I mean, we, there's no sense of, of having over 95% of artists being poor. But, you know, they, you know why? They, this is what I want. This is great ending. The reason also why 95% of the artists are poor, I thought it was because of the system, because they don't work, you know, the two things. But it's not just that. It's, it's because artists, when they start with the work, they feel the first time they are human, when they create, start creating. And they feel the companionships of other artists. And they feel there is no jealousy, there is no thing. Unless it's, you know, I'm always saying in, in, in real artists, there is no jealousy. In, in the business, there might be jealousy. But in, in the artist community, there's all racism, there's all sexuality, everything. And more and more people flock to artists, more and more flock to be artists. Now, if I tell you, you're going to be a, a, a doctor, an MD, and you're going to be, it looks like you're going to be 95, 98% uh, on the poverty line. That's when you got, got, got actually your degree. Nobody would do it. Nobody would do that, that job or a, a, a judge or a attorney. Or even an economist would not mean if you say, hey, 95%, you might be on the poverty level. You might just have enough to eat. Nobody would. And that shows you the power of art. Because the people are they, they don't want to go back into an a human, a humane society world. Yeah. I mean, we are all a part of, of a system, but they want to be more the natural living, more the natural their rhythm, you know, be up. Uh, all night and sleep during the day. What's wrong with that? System says there's something wrong with it because they want you there at eight in the morning and, and leave at five and close up. But but artists work different hours and they work whatever you are the best at that time. And that's why more and more people become artists, more and more people do art to get in the moment, to feel that humanity and to and to and to to be human and to embrace the, the, the humanity. The beauty of humanity. We totally forget that. We say, oh, the beauty of Nike and the beauty of Apple and the beauty of all these brands. The beauty of humanity is unbeatable. You see it in a concert, for example, you know, when everybody, everybody's one with that song. You give me a, a knowledgeable explanation of that. You can't, you can't even describe it. Yeah, it, it, it shows in the brain, right? I think as a musicology that says that particular sense, like it really is ingrained in our brain and, and our gene to connect as humans together. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's 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 that's why I call it art is the inherent uh, creating art is the inherent superpower of humans. 
it's you know yep and i think that's a great place to end this conversation so thank you so much michael for having this conversation and keep advocating for this power the superpower of human thank you so much you're welcome yuko thank you i hope this conversation sparked you a new curiosity and perspective listen to this episode again and start a dialogue in your community You can visit michaelm.com to check out Michael's work, including his book and his podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Untapped Storytellers Podcast. If you discovered something new in this episode, tell us what you discover and write a review so that more people can support artists and creative industry. And if you have a suggestion of what people should know about the creative industry, or if you're working on an awesome project, we'd love to hear from you. You can go to our website, www.antapstorytellers.com or follow us on Instagram, antapt underscore storytellers. Till next story, let's stay connected.